Did you know that you can shop some of the products we talk about on our show? Find Dear Alice under our collections tab at the alicelanehome.com website. And for our listeners, we have a special code for you. You can use you can get 10% off anything online. Just code Dear Alice 10. That's D E A R A L I C E 10. Happy shopping and thanks for listening. Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we've got a fun one for you. But first, we've got Sue Hall. Hey, guys. And we've got Corey Place. How's it going? Very good. What are you guys up to these days? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> what am I uh, up to these days? This week, ten this is my ten years at Alice Lane. <gasps> Congratulations! Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So Isn't that crazy? That's wow. crazy. I've yeah. known you for ten years. I know. Dang. Over ten years because we yeah years. we met the fall before. That's right. Wow. Sue Hall, so how long have you been at Alice Lane? I don't know. Let's see. And like beginning of '09. Mm-hmm. What is that? I can't. I'm not doing math. It's fourteen. Yeah, like fourteen crazy. years. That is you insane. started the place, Jess. So I'm, you're been here you're for pushing almost 15, fifteen. Yeah, which is crazy. I'm pushing up daisies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun to think about like where we've been, and I'm excited about today's topic because we are now in. Um, I think like into this dream realm mm-hmm. that we've always wanted to be in of making our own product. Yeah, you know, Alsing Home Collection. Um, you guys started this and you started to just kind of like cherry pick, like inspiring lines and inspiring and artists and pieces. And that's what you would offer to the public when you first opened. Could you have imagined yourself 15 years later, practically making your own product to put in your store and that growth? I mean, no, not at the time, but, and when I think about the amount of passion that we had for what we were doing late at night, Sue and I in our high heels and our dresses moving furniture around. And just like the passion of being like, someday we should have a book, you know, <laughs> like those girls and the passion of it all. Yeah. Like they're so stoked about all of this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And about where we are now. I think nobody gets to appreciate, you know, this and it's, it's pretty sweet. And, um, I think that when we had David Phoenix on the podcast, he answered, you know, the question about how do you define luxury so sweetly? And that is, um, having uh, friendships for a really long time, because as I think about Sue and Corey that have been with me, you know, for a decade or longer, it's really sweet to be in this moment where we're doing something we dreamt of yeah, or we couldn't even dream of. And now we're doing it and we're doing it together. And it's sweeter to do it with those that have been doing it yep. that know what that feels like. Cause we've been, you know, army crawling together. Oh it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard. And it's not like you just came here when we were a different company, no. you know, like we were like cowboys then. Yeah, like yeah that, you know? totally. So I just think it's, it's an extra sweet thing to get to appreciate together in this moment on this podcast, but we're just so, so excited about the future and where we're headed. And I think passion still just like burns this candle really bright for us. Um, you know, more than anything else. Yeah. I just feel like there's a lot of passion in this. Every phase of it though, too. Like yeah. there, we wouldn't have stayed there till one, two in the morning if we weren't yeah. passionate about it. That was it, man. That was the gas yeah. in our tank was just yeah. passion and love yeah, of the we game. We would have given it away for free if we like, totally. you know, just because we loved yeah. it. Yeah, we would have. I might've shared this before on the podcast. Yeah. 
or maybe I haven't, I don't know. Uh, but there was one time like you used to do like stylist training in the Orem store, like Gosh, that's early, amazing. early in the morning. And I was in there doing something with like, I don't know, Storis or whatever we were back then. Yeah. And, uh, and Special I was project score. Yeah. I just was listening to you like, uh, teach them. And I was, I literally in the moment I developed a passion for interiors and I was just mm-hmm. listening to you and I'm like, Holy smokes. Like your passion, like was radiating. And I was probably feeling it more than the people you were like talking to. I'm like, yes, oh. Sus, like go. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it's, awesome. It's a really cool Fictious. thing to be around somebody that's passionate about what they're doing. And suddenly you feel it. It's this, it's energy and this vibration that's in your body. And you're just like, Yes. And you're drinking the Kool-Aid because mm. they love the Kool-Aid, you know, yep. and nothing is sweeter. And, and you can see it through their eyes. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's honest. It is honest. You know? Yeah. About honest people that were just, we gravitate towards mm-hmm. it's because like they're being their true selves. Yeah. This isn't a you know? YouTube commercial <laughs> where somebody's trying to sell you something. It's just like a really honest moment. And yeah. it's just been really, really cool to get to do this work alongside people that are also passionate with it and that we've been marching in the same rhythm for so many years together. You know, it's pretty incredible and pretty rare. Yeah. So today we're talking again about product development and these two, Jess and Corey are are basically the heads of this movement. Corey helps like get the stuff produced. Jess is the visionary behind the products. And I think there's been a lot of different products that we started with. I remember like the, some of the first sketching uh-huh. um, bits with the design center just saying like, let's see what comes out, you know? And uh-huh. and now we've been doing this long enough that we've seen some of these things stick and we've seen the reaction mm-hmm. from you listeners and just our clients and ourselves living with them where we're just like, this is amazing. Yeah, I love this as it's inspired additional products. Um, so just just really quickly, we're gonna get into the Luca family. Mm-hmm. If you haven't, if you if you're by a computer on your phone, look up the Luca. Um, I kind of want to just talk to you guys about that. Mm-hmm. Tell me tell me about the Luca and the origin of Luca as well as any of your other frames in product development that you've just been so jazzed about. I want to know the why. Why did you do it? Mm-hmm. Um, what void they were filling? Because usually as designers, that's what we're trying to do. There's a there's something missing. And yeah. so we're trying to fill that void. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the um, the luxuries of having a showroom is we've sold so many vendors products and so many things over the years that we get to sort of visually and, um, uh, and data wise, we get to collect all of this information and we get to understand what's selling, why is it selling, what's missing in the marketplace, what's selling again and again and again, and why is that thing selling? And one of the things that we noticed was there's, um, there's like a certain size of cocktail table that we just always needed. And, um, and that we really, really loved around conversationally because then we could put some furniture on an angle and not everything has to be a square on, on the square on a 90 degree Mm -hmm. in a room. If you have a rectangular cocktail table or a square cocktail table, one of our best sellers was like a 54 by 54 inch square. And it's funny when you develop product, you really are all about the dimensions because you're noticing this thing that whenever we get this thing, that's the size, most cocktail tables are too small that are available and affordable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're like, what if we made something bigger because bigger equals luxury. It looks bigger in your room, makes your room look better. You don't have to buy two cocktail tables and put them together to get it's that luxurious to look. Too. 
way easier to you look, to easier to style, yeah. and you get to have some white space, which is lovely. Too small of a cocktail table. If you put too much stuff on it, it's just like, what's all this crap sitting on this tiny table for in the middle of the room, you know? So anyway, we, we came up with, I think, the perfect dimension for Luke cocktail. And um, what was interesting about it was the thick walled sides, this really huge skirt. And then we... We um, did the hand carving. We're having these made in Indonesia. And um, I remember looking at the original drawing. I was working with one of the designers in the design center on. And I remember looking at it and being like, this looks too tribal. Like, I don't know. This is maybe this isn't going to look. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's going to look like it's from Pier 1. We almost threw it out. I I, don't know if you remember that. I felt sick about it for a while. And I was like, I don't know. I I also don't know if it's going to get executed well. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing too, right? Mm -hmm. Just like when we design a house and we we want this certain tile layout or something. We're like, I hope it's executed great. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like make sure those grout joints aren't too thick or it's going to look amateur. We got to get that. And there's all these really specific details. And we really wanted this plaster finish um, or this look that was, you know, look like an artisan had put it on there and not just sprayed in a booth because it's tribal looking. Not really tribal, but it had this hand handmade element, you know what I mean? It, it needed dimension to it. If it was just like a flat yeah. color or solid color, it doesn't... Because yeah. we've learned earlier that if you're going to use white, it has to be a high texture white, mm-hmm. right? You can't just use white plain or... It's like Ikea. It's boring, cheap, yeah. Right? Yeah. So it had to have texture too, like visual texture to the paint finish, as well as these carvings had to not look machine made, you know? Mm. Anyway. And they're not, I mean, they're 100%. There is someone making that with yeah, their hand. Totally. It's yeah. So obviously Luca, it's so fun. The leg, it, it, it quarter turns and the, and the carving goes sideways and it has a slight curve to this leg that goes underneath the table and it comes in. And I would think we were like, whoa. Yeah. I think it's, it's good. Right. I yeah. think it's good. Yeah. We were yeah. like checking each other's pulses. We're like, okay, we're, I, we're all excited about this. Yeah. yeah. And we weren't sure. And we're nervous to bring it to the marketplace. We're unsure how it was going to, and I don't even remember the story of how, how well it did, how many it sold, but yeah. Um, it was an amazing response and it was kind of like first gen, right? We made yeah. the Henry entertainment unit, Nina, the, the Nina, Nina bench, bench. All home runs, really, which is crazy. And yes, so then we had and Luca and the Miles nightstand. Those are those. That was the first gen. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, I mean, I remember brand new factory. First time designing all these pieces. When we had designed them, we actually didn't even have a factory. It was like, let's design them. We're going to design it, and then like, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) See if they catch. And then it was just like that's where I came in. Like, okay, like how are we going to? And then you just. It's like start talking to people and then like yeah. you meet someone who knows someone like, you, you know what I mean? Overseas and like they connect you with someone else. And, you know, now we, yeah. And now we like, we've worked with these like, uh, you know, furniture builders, like these artisans for five, almost five years now. And yeah. it's, and you know, they have their input on it. That's one thing I love the most about Luca. It was a very like collaborative thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, like, what can we do? Yeah. This is. And that's why we almost threw it out. Cause it's like, this feels like it's too much. Like it's not like Jess said, it's not yeah. going to be able to be like, um, executed well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, um, I mean, a very collaborative effort and we worked like hand in hand with the people over there and, uh, they're great at what they do. So it turned out really good. And I mean, that's why we created a, you know, a family of pieces from it because, mm-hmm 
we believed in it and, and loved it. Yeah. And a crazy thing happened for the first time in Alice Lane in ever, right? This had never happened before. We had this website, but it's not like it sold thousands of dollars a day. Even it was just like, yeah, an, an accessory here, there, a cloth, a dish, mm. uh, whatever. And, and it just kind of felt like funny money. Like we'd wake up in the morning and be like, are you kidding me? $200 sold. That's crazy. You know, yeah. or whatever, <laughs> whatever the amount was, it was just yeah. like, we didn't do anything. We did. We built a website and we're sitting there trying to make this thing go, but you didn't have the interaction with the client. We're a retail store. So the online store was fairly new to us, probably like seven, six years ago. Yeah. Like we were awesome at it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It was like very in its infancy stage mm -hmm. when we were doing like product development. And yeah. Yeah. I remember even being shocked by like someone like, and just in Florida, like just got onto our website and bought something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's how did it's they find fresh. us yeah. in Florida? <laughs> exactly. What's happening? <laughs> What's the internet? It's so, it's so <laughs> you guys, we freaking. have our heads down most of the time. So <laughs> I want everybody to know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're not funny. really we trying to, we watch each other. We do our work. Yeah. That's about it. We really try hard not to lift our head up too much because we don't want to be influenced too much by what other people are doing, you know, especially those that are around us that are all from the realm. state of Utah, yeah. because you can easily get a me too, right? Like we have a cafe Rio. Oh my gosh. We have a Costa Vita. Oh my gosh. There's a, a crumble cookie, a crave cookie, a 10 drink shops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Utah, Utah's this massive me too state. And I'm like, if I'm, if I become a me too, I'm going to shut this thing down <laughs> just for my own integrity. You know what I mean? Like, what is the point of that? And so I read a long time ago, an interior designer said, you've got to keep your head down and you just crush it in your own lane and you do what you do mm -hmm. and you don't try and do what the other guy's doing, you know? And so we just do that. I don't follow other people. I, you know, in our own space, in our own state, because I don't want to have to be influenced by it. I want to make sure we stay original to us, especially. Um, so I, I follow people that are just crazy inspiring to me that are better than me that are doing their thing in a really awesome way, but that's it. Yeah. That's, that's the rules of the, of the, of war for me. <laughs> so anyway, so we put Luca on the webs on this new thing called the interweb. And <laughs> we, it wasn't new at the time, but it was to upload us. it to the web <laughs> and this thing started selling. Yeah. And we like have to change the way we're warehousing and yep. shipping. We had to get a new warehouse. Th th that's the thing too. When you create something, you're like, do I think it's cool? Cause like we created it and it was literally, it came from like a but thought. It's like your mm -hmm. child. Yeah. Your baby, you're like, of course, of course this baby's cute. It's, yeah. Uh -huh. It's really messy and so ugly baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. And so when people start responding uh -huh. to it, it's very, uh, yeah, it's, Surreal. Surreal. Humbling. That's Probably humbling. Too. Yes. Yeah. Humbling. It, was, it was like, we're doing it. But also you're like, you know? what happened? Why did it sell? Yeah. <laughs> like, is it another one going to sell? Should we buy another one of these? <laughs> What's yeah. the no, trick? I'm just kidding. We're, we're, we're like importing in a container now. So we're like, that's, that's cool. too many of the same thing. We'll never sell it. Because we hadn't really ever purchased that amount of things at the exact same time. Mm -hmm. Or warehouse them. Right? And I'll testify to that too. Because like even at market and stuff, you're like, ooh, just do the two, three, two, mm -hmm. we'll just do two, you know, because you, those are big investments. And like, I can't imagine like an entire container yeah. of furniture and just like sending a prayer to Jesus and saying, please pray that this, like, this is a worthwhile gamble. Uh, yeah. Right. Also like containers at the time when we first started were like $4,000 Corey. Yeah. 
So and then <laughs> I I remember I remember we like thought then we were like four thousand dollars to ship this over here. Four thousand dollars just in shipping. Yeah. <laughs> are you crazy? Our taxes are gonna look so crazy this year. <laughs> and then like fast forward two years later, it's thirty thousand dollars to ship a container over. We're like And we're selling and, and we're freaking selling all this stuff. We're like, well, when in Rome, man, let's just, let's just buy the $30,000 containers. Yeah, yeah. We already had it ordered and it had to get here. Cause we had like, yeah. The shipper was, the shipping was more than the cost of the goods inside the two. shipment. It was That's like, you want to throw up on your lap in yeah. a meeting. It was so bad. It was so gross. It was like, it's one of those things. If you live in California, you just don't look at the, you don't look at the taxes. Yeah. You just live in California. Yeah. So you just enjoy, bend over and that. take it, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh man. And I'm like the bearer of bad news. I have to like go to the meeting and be like, Hey guys, uh, you know, so, shipping doubled again. Uh, we're up to 25,000. Some crumble cookies. Yeah. Eat your feelings. <laughs> yeah. It um, was crazy. I want to say on the Luca, I, re- I remember because I'm in my interior design like lane. I'm working on the houses. And so like they're doing all this behind the scenes, you know, and I remember when I walked into the showroom and I saw the, I saw the Luca and I saw Henry and I saw these pieces and they were all beautiful. But the Luca, I think I even texted you. I'm like, this is out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Like this is really, really good. You know, and like, and we look at, des- I look at designs all day. I look yeah. at furniture all day. Like that's what I do for a living. And so mm-hmm. I was just so proud you know, to like be part of this like collective group and minds that got this thing from like Mm -hmm. paper to our floor, you know? And the organic lines of the planing was just like so refreshing. It didn't feel factory at all. Mm -hmm. It felt very, it felt very custom one of a kind. Yeah. And anyway, I just applaud you guys for the Luca, Mm. um, for bringing that to pass. Yeah. It still feels so surreal that we were able to do it when we did it. Um, it's nothing new. We didn't put a man on the moon. Um, but for some reason, it just felt really cool to get to um, work internationally and import internationally and figure out, you know, how to get stuff out of Long Beach during a pandemic. And yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like we've really paid our dues on a lot of that. But that first gen of product that we created was really fun because we created it with the design center that does all the homes and mm-hmm. the remodels and everything. So I was like, if you guys ever need more hours, build a store, let's let's create products together. And so every single designer in there was working on a different thing. You know, Christina Kella was working on the Nina bench. Nina is her nickname that her nieces call her mm-hmm. Aunt Nina for Christina. And so um, she she did the Nina. And then, you know, we had Jess Telesco on the Luca. And then, you know, like, so I would yeah. sit with these guys and we would kind of figure it out and figure out materials. And we're like, well, shoot, Nina's got to have leather. How are we going to get leather? You know, and yeah. do we get it? Do we buy it here and send it over? And then there's all these tariffs and you know, it's expensive to do that. So then we got to make sure and get leather over there. And we're like learning these massive lessons, Mm -hmm. the cost of tuition to be able to do it. But that first gen was all ALID that designed it. And then we were like, we got to get, this is working. We got to get going faster. And then I pulled one of the designers from the design center that really, really loved doing it and was fun to work with and everything. And she and I, McKinley and I have been designing um, the rest of the product. And she's great at it. Yeah. Yeah. And Corey is a great communicator and a great builder of things. And so he's even mocked things up out of wood here, um, you know, so that we could kind of understand like the Odette stool. Yeah. The um, size and scale and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that exists in his house made out of wood. Yep. Um, it's, it exists everywhere else made out of lucite with brass glides, very expensive to build and make. And 
That was a request from the design center that said, hey, Jess, it'd be really cool if we could create a stool out of Lucite so it works with every single closet. A step stool because women need to be able to get their luggage down or they've got to get that thing off the top shelf. And we created it and it was, it was so fun. So we're oftentimes leaning on our design teams, our knowledge of the showroom floor of what do we need? What doesn't exist in the marketplace? What do we think everybody would want? Because we have to create bestsellers since we're buying these things in, you know, containers full. And then, um, you know, marketing pl plays a big piece. All of a sudden we're like, wow, we got to do launches and we've got to lifestyle these things and do more photo shoots. And, you know, so it's been really fun to sort of mm -hmm. make it all up as we go and figure it out. And some products are hits mm -hmm. and others are okay. We haven't had too many that have been terrible. It's basically due to, I think the finishes may be off. And so, yeah. And some of them that we've got, we've just like, got the sample done and we were just like, that doesn't work. So we just scrapped yeah. it. And I mean, sometimes we have like almost a year yeah. in, into a piece and we'll be like, it's not right. Mm -hmm. So we're not doing it. Yeah. And we just move on to the next thing. And I think that right there, like for me, that's something to be proud of because we're not like, we're able to step back from it and be like, we invested a lot of time and money into this, but we know it's not right. So we're not going to force it on people. Yeah. And there's like integrity in that. And I think, yeah. um, you know, that's something I'm proud to be a part of. So for sure we, um, that, that process looks like, you know, on Tuesdays we have executive teams and the first half of that meeting is product development and we'll take the team into the warehouse and we'll unbox the sample that came over. The white sample is what they call it. And we've seen pictures of it already because they've sent it to Corey and then Corey will say, yes, ship it or let's tweak these things and then ship it. Mm -hmm. And then it will come on a container with a container full of Lucas and then we'll have a few samples. And then we really stare at those samples and kick the tires on it so we can make edits to it, changes, changes to the finish, whatnot. So we're not gambling I'm buying 40 of that thing anymore mm -hmm. <laughs> or whatever the number yeah. is yeah. because um, we just at this point have to approve it before we see it. And now that we have containers coming all the time, how many containers do we usually have on the water? Um, I mean, it varies. I feel like they come in waves. Uh, like, um, But last year we did uh, over 30. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. 40 foot like high cube containers, which is a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I um, think um, I heard Drew say yesterday that we um, are making 600 unique products, 600 oh, unique SKUs. Yeah. 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 I have one of my guys, one of my employees like updating some stuff on all of our unique SKUs. And so mm -hmm. I like ran the report. I'm like, Jesus is a lot more work than I anticipated because he has to go one by one. And I was yeah. like, I didn't realize we we're in the 600s, but we are. So yeah, is, I mean, like you said, we just kind of put our head down and we're working and then we like come up yeah. and like, holy smokes, we have a 40,000 well, square then, warehouse full of stuff. I mean, I guess back to Luca and then you create Luca and you're like, that was amazing. We should turn that into a side table, mm -hmm. you know, and actually Luca's side is my actual very favorite piece. I love it so much. Yep. I want one for everybody in the world. I just think it's so, so beautiful. And the belly of it is amazing. Oh, so it's like, so it's different from Luca cocktail mm -hmm. table. It's like, yeah. The edge detail. And then the base feels very based on classical design. It's kind of reminiscent of that Corinthian column with the mm -hmm. fluting. And so there's just something really, really lovely. The color, the height's perfect. There's a side table in my entryway or in my living room, just off my entry. And um, everybody always is like, where did you get that? How do I go? Hey, I just saw that side table in your living room. Where is it, where is it from? And I bought it before I even had a furniture company. 
Um, and it's, it's a piece that's discontinued for decades from a company called Henredon. And Barbara Berry designed it. And it's this off-white side table with this little brass um, metal galley detail along the top. And the proportions of it are really generous. And as you guys have noticed, furniture over the over the years has gotten deeper and bigger. And the arms aren't necessarily higher, you know, because the whole Tuscan is over. And so it's this nice low height of like 26 inches high, but then it's really big. The surface is really, really big. So I was like, I'm going to take all the dimensions off this favorite table that everybody wishes they could have. And we're going to make Lucas side table these dimensions. Mm-hmm. And um, it's amazing. It I love the dimensions of it. It is not a center hall table. I get that DM'd to me all the time. Hey, could I use this as my center hall? No, you can't. It's too short. A center hall table is 30 inches high. This one's like 26 or 27. So it'd be too short for a center hall table. But I keep thinking maybe that needs to be next. But I'm like, no, I can't keep making Luca things. Yeah. I need to just stop the madness. We've had that conversation a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm like tempted um, to have a set and we don't do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I have the cocktail, but I want the side. I know. But I need a new cocktail. And, yeah. Uh, well, and then obviously you see the side table and you're like, well, shoot, this could be a dining table because it's the exact same shape, but just larger in scale and, you know, bigger top. So we created the 72 inch because all the 72 inch dining tables that were around were $10,000 by the time they were retail. Really rough in the design center. Seriously, just like even moderate brands, we were just like this, why is this so expensive? It's so frustrating. So ours is half the price of everybody else's 72 inch round. Every bit is beautiful. Um, it's all solid hardwoods and no veneers. It's just, it's a fabulous piece, a fabulous value for what it is. And that was a huge success. And people kept saying, hey, can you make a 60 inch? I'm like, why didn't we do the 60 first? Of course, mm-hmm. of course the 60 will hold six. There's but, so few 72s out there. So mm-hmm. that's what the market, our market wanted. But yeah. Our market has big houses, bigger homes, and they want to be able to see more people yeah. for Thanksgiving. And so of course we did the 72 first. Um, but Anyway, it's just been so, so fun. Um, Really, really fun is that we just barely, for some reason, this thing's been in design and production, I feel like forever. Forever. We even have a 3D model of it that's pinned to our pin board. Like we made it three-dimensional Oh yeah. because we were just so excited because every side is unique to the next one. And it's the Odette pedestal. Luca pedestal. Luca pedestal. Excuse me. Luca pedestal is launching um, this week, actually, while this podcast comes out and it is such a thing of beauty. I just got it in my living room and it doesn't have anything on top and it itself looks like sculpture. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's going to be a big hit. I'm excited to see the response to it, but color's perfect. The carvings are really, interesting on it um base is beautiful and anything that gets put on it looks like it's uh dollars a precious item yeah it's really 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 good i can't wait for you guys to get it in your homes i'm glad you you know you guys like turned like directionally like some of the lines because if it were just like you know kind of going straight up like the base of lucas we all yeah we all already get that yeah Yeah. so So it it, i feel like that it looks like like architecture exactly It, it looks like a piece of art itself. Yeah. So it's super cool. I agree. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a win. I'm excited for people to see it and, and gain their response on it. But that's like the last Luca thing that we have in the works. Um, But yeah, it's been our biggest collection so far. Yeah. The thing I love about the, like just with InDesign, when you're talking about the dining table, the reason why it works so well, you guys, is that you have all these chairs. You have all sorts of complexities in a room. Mm -hmm. There's lots of, 
frames and shapes and fabrics and lighting shadows everything but the luca it's, it's just so architectural mm -hmm. um i use the guggenheim as a thing a lot of time like edit it like the guggenheim the luca to me is kind of the guggenheim mm -hmm. of our collection because i'm like you can put whatever chair around the luca and it'll shine because luca's not overpowering it but it's just the perfect backdrop mm -hmm. and it'll do the same thing as the pedestal yeah. like that could be parked in any corner and not overwhelm a space mm -hmm. but elevate something beautifully yeah same thing i think that's why it's been so successful is that it could go in any room yeah in any style whatever you are there's a Luca for you. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to sell it guys. Yeah. I'm just like that in love with it. And I just love that you guys have expanded the collection. Yeah, totally. That and the texture's not overwhelming. It's like a whisper of a detail because it's tone on tone, you know? And it's not a deep. Yeah. It's not a deep plane. Your but eye the picks up on it so and good. it adds so much interest and it's classical in a lot of ways. And it's also trending right now because, you know, fluting and reading are just, this rhythm is so, so lovely and desired and loved by everybody. Yeah. So um, it's fun that you get that classical shape from, you know, the Corinthian column that we all love so much. Um, and it's, you know, played out on these pieces of furniture. So, yeah. So regardless of the size of your house, there's, there's something there for you. Mm -hmm. so. Definitely. Okay. If you, if you were to, you already lived with all the Lucas. I was about to say, if you were to buy one Luca thing right now, what would you go buy? I guess <laughs> I would get, I would get the, it depends on what you need, honestly, because the Luca dining is a total, total gorgeous piece, mm -hmm. beautiful with nothing on it or with chairs around it. Mm -hmm. So pretty, but you get that same effect with the Luca side table and that can sit next to a sofa and nothing can obstruct the base. You don't have to put chairs around it. You just get to see it. Just this beautiful classical form, gorgeous edge detail, Colors great in every room and the scale is amazing. Mm -hmm. It's the same trick that we learned from Ralph Lauren over the years, which is use a massive side table, put a large lamp or a huge plant on it. And it's just this generous, generous mm -hmm. interior detail thing. And also there's this rule in a room that says, don't use too many legs because then the room looks nervous. Luca has this really confident one strong center pedestal base. And if you have chairs with legs that pair with it, it's perfect. It's one strong architectural feature in the room. So, I mean, I, I think look aside, but the cocktail table is bananas too. So dining table, dining room, a separate room, dining table. You know, I will say I have three boys. I just want to like attest to the finish on it. Like mm -hmm. it's been great. Good. I have three boys. Yeah. They're like rowdy. You have Luca cocktail. I have Luca cocktail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and I love it. Yeah. And, and they like, we live hard mm -hmm. and it's been awesome. I love it. And it's kind of, I don't even know how to ex explain the finish on it mm -hmm. necessarily, but you do have some like modeling, like a plaster, but it's just more easily and it's not as thick. So yeah. it's not as scratchable. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so bravo, bravo to you guys. Thank, Thank you. We're the Luca. We're so excited for the pedestal to be released. Go check it out. Yes. And, and any other bits you want to add, Miss Jess? Uh, any other lessons learned that you say through product development that you've either learned about yourself or the biggest lesson? Cause I mm -hmm. going back to what we were talking about at the beginning for me is I remember talking about our own product years ago, like be like years before we even started trying to do it and just thinking it was so far away. Like mm -hmm. how are we ever going to do that? And you just, you just like take small bites Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just like baby steps to where you want to go and you start heading that down, down that direction. And has everything turned out how we wanted it? No, but sometimes we've been surprised with things and it's been like, you know, serendipitous. So I think it's just 
you know, if we want to accomplish something, we just start to like start heading that down that direction. This podcast is that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, man, it'd be cool to like be able to talk about the things that, you know, we believe and kind of, you know, set those um, as principles of, of Alice Lane. And here we are, you know, yeah. like, is it three years into the podcast or? I think so. Yeah. The future and waiting. We're on. Yeah. So you just gotta like, just gotta go and just, and just do it. And, mm -hmm. um, and you get better in the beginning of anything. You're always a cowboy, right? You're mm. just like, you're just trying to like figure it out and it's clunky it. and it's clumsy. <laughs> and you're like, maybe I should stop doing this thing because I don't feel very sexy right now. You know what I mean? And you have imposter syndrome. You're like, man, I'm like, yeah. yeah, like, no, for real. That's such a thing. So, and, you know, and then you just, I feel like you just have to just not worry about that and just yeah. keep going and you'll find your way. Yeah. And I feel like if you, if you um, listen to a lot of the greats, I was just listening to a podcast earlier today with, you know, that popular band, the chain smokers, yeah. yeah. they were talking and they, they feel like imposters right now. They're like, ah, oh, we just have imposter syndrome so bad. And they're this, I don't know how you describe their music. Like electronic dance pop. Yeah. Like yeah. club and, and dance music. It's just fun. It's, catchy you can sing along on the radio and the beats are just super fun and I'm like that's so crazy they have three albums out and they still feel like imposters but um yeah but it's really cool when um you finally stop feeling like a cowboy and, and things are working more and it's a little bit more slippery and easier and it goes a little bit faster and you know mm. what I mean and it's like the making of things and the fun thing about it is I get to kick the tires on a lot of this stuff and they'll be like just do you want this sent to your house or do you want to sent them to the showroom and um you know it's really fun when I when I do say oh yeah I've got a spot for that I want to live like the Luca pedestal just showed up at my house and mm. I'm like I didn't Don't see it that. the first night I forgot to go look in the living room is where I had them put it and I went in there last night and I was like arrested I couldn't even I was going to my front door to open it and I was like oh Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. Are you serious? Like, oh, yeah. I can't even put anything on it. I, it was Christmas morning as a kid. You know what I mean? Totally. But you don't get that feeling even, even though you have little kids and, and you're still putting on Christmas for them. Somehow like there's, there's magic watching them, but you don't always get to feel the magic anymore. And so it feels like that. It's really, really great. And I'm, one of the things I want to make sure we always do is that the quality is awesome. Yeah. I really don't want to do this if, if we're ever doing it to make really affordable, you know, things that aren't going to last. I, I want things to be able to go down to people's kids. Um, I want to be able to hand this stuff down to my kids and I want to make it right. And I know you want to make it right. Mm -hmm. And we want to make sure that every generation that comes out of the Luca, you know, if we get a claim on something, we're like, why is there a claim? What happened? Did the craftsman not do a great job? This is, it's every piece that way. Mm -hmm. Break it down. Look at, you know, and we really like, we're really involved, even though we've, I don't know how many Luca tables have we made now? Cocktail tables. Oh man. I bet we've, we've sold into the hundreds. Yeah. So yeah, I think we've probably made about 200. Yeah. So yeah. And, and we still really, really care about that 198th one. Yeah. Like we do the first one because we just want to make sure we're always putting out something that we can be really, really proud of and, and that you can be proud of and that you can, it can last and that, you know, the brand is something that has integrity. So it's been such a freaking thrill. It's, I don't like roller coasters, but I imagine it just feels like you're at the top of the roller coaster Yeah, and some of that stuff arrives. It's so fun. Yeah, it, it really is. It's cool to open something that you've been a mm -hmm. part of. 
And, and to your point with like, you know, quality control, like we talk about it every meeting, every meeting, and go through like, every claim. Yeah. Like what yeah. can we do to like, you know, like we're, we saw that some people had issues with this and it, what's the common thread in that? How do we make mm-hmm. it better? And, you know, I, I get up early in the morning on Wednesdays and I have a conversation with people overseas when they're kind of just getting done with work and like, Hey, what, you know, we've seen these things like, what well, how can we, you know, uh, manufacture this better to where this doesn't happen. You know, we're like putting supports in places. Yeah. We re-engineer it. Uh huh. So, I mean, it still looks the same, but then it's, you know, functionally different under the hood Mm -hmm. type of thing. So yeah, we really, uh, you know, I think we, we like, I like that feedback. I mean, obviously it's, it's hard like to hear sometimes, and it's like, man, I thought we, you know, had it, but like, let's go back to the drawing board and just like tweak it again and just make it even better. So yeah. What's um, measured is improved. Yes, yep. exactly. You know? So, and and that right there, again, it goes back to like the integrity of what we're doing and it feels good because we're really trying to make everything as, as best it, as it can be. Totally. So there's a quote Cheers. from this art deco designer Roman. And he said, if you want something to last forever, you need to make sure it lasts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's like kind that. of what you're doing. Uh-huh. Make sure it lasts. Yep. Yep. Yeah, buy that way, people. Buy mm, stuff that all the last. rugs are hand knotted, and yeah, we're not making tufted rugs or power loomed rugs. And we just want we and we want to live with it in our own homes. We we have these really special, sweet, intimate relationships with our clients, and we want them to not have problems with it. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, we you know you know a client forever. You we're on the fourth home with some clients. You know Dial. the yeah. man, the manufacturers too. I mean, like the people we have making these rugs by hand, yeah. we're like in communication with them all the time, whether it's like DMing on Instagram or texting yeah. over WhatsApp. And Daily. It's, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, I've, I mean, I've been invited to weddings like in India, like you should yeah. come to my wedding. And it's like, I, you know, I've <laughs> FaceTime with you like three times, but they feel like family. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You know what I yeah. Mean? It's so, really sweet. It's that. really lovely. Anyway, product development is super super um, rewarding and um, it's really exciting to be in creation and to creating the things that we are excited about that we know there's a need for and, um, and just like bringing things to life. It's really, it feels really good to my spirit and I just love it so much. So thank you for all of you that um, purchase it, that live with it, that love it, that are interested in our story. Um, It's been a total thrill of a lifetime. Um, thank you so much for listening to, to us today, guys, and we'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. Alice Lane, we believe that you should have spaces in your home that you love and fit your lifestyle. This can be difficult to achieve, and that's why we created something for you. It's our home furnishing design service. We have a team of skilled designers who will work with your budget, help you space plan, and curate each space down to the very last layer to transform your home. The most amazing part is the service is complimentary. That's free, people. Our designers are available nationwide, and they'll work with you in-store, in-home, virtually, or over the phone. For more details and information, email us at designrequest at alicelanehome.com or call us at 800-423-7757 or you can click on the link in our show notes.